when you're flying, it's about correcting your own pitch. The mm. plane's constantly off course. Yeah. And all you're doing is getting back on course. Yeah. And yeah. that's what my work is about, is how to make clear, fast and accurate decisions on demand. We aim it towards business owners and entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and people in transition because you people are the ones that are going to make it happen. You're the ones that are going to impact the world um, because you're willing to take responsibility uh, to be with what is uh, and make a decision. Welcome to the Get Invested podcast where we share great conversations with experts from all walks of life to uncover their secret know-how and where they invest their time, their skills and their money and the benefits this has created. You see, the truth is that everyone invests every minute of every day. We're investing our time, our skills, our energy, and our money in something. Some of us are investing consciously, some unconsciously, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad, and sometimes for no impact. Get Invested will help you to start living by design, not by default. I'm going to help you to make it happen, not let it happen. You'll hear the top tips on how you can live with conscious intent so that you can live more, work less, and leave a living legacy by investing now. Listen to the show to discover the top tips on how to get started, make the most of your investment journey, and ultimately to be living your dream, not someone else's. More episodes can be found on iTunes or at bushymartin.com.au forward slash get invested. Thanks for listening, and now let's get invested. Hi, Freedom Fighters. How do you make decisions? Do you go with your gut? Or do you consider and rely on hard evidence, data, and research before doing or not doing anything? Now, the first way can be quick, and the second can be slow. The first revolves around your heart and your gut, while the second relies on your head. The first tunes into the unconscious and the subconscious mind, while the latter relies on the conscious. Going with your gut or your hunches is about honouring our heart and our gut-based intuition, while the evidence-based approach revolves around our head and the rationale of our brains. So one is about intuition, while the other is about intellect. But which way of making decisions is better? As Malcolm Gladwell muses in his great book, Blink, The Power of Thinking Without Thinking, unfortunately we live in a world that assumes that the quality of a decision is directly related to the time and effort that we went into making it. We believe that we are always better off gathering as much information as possible and spending as much time as possible in deliberation. We really only trust conscious decision-making. But there are moments, particularly in times of stress, when haste does not make waste, when our snap judgments and our first impressions can offer a much better means of making sense of the world. Decisions made very quickly can be every bit and every bit as good as decisions made cautiously and deliberately. And he goes on to say that Our world requires that decisions be sourced and footnoted. And if we say how we feel, we must also be prepared to elaborate on why we feel that way. I think that approach is a mistake. If we're to learn to improve the quality of the decisions we make, we need to accept the mysterious nature of our snap judgments. We need to respect the fact 
that it's possible to know without knowing why we know and accept that. Sometimes we're better off that way. What we're talking about here is the power of our innate intuition, our inbuilt ability to know without knowing. Even when we're not at the fork in the road, wondering what to do and trying to hear that inner voice, our intuition is always there, always reading the situation, always trying to steer us the right way. But can we hear it? Are we paying attention? Are we living a life that keeps the pathway to our intuition unblocked? And what exactly is intuition? Why is it beneficial and how does it help? Why do so many people ignore their intuition and how do we learn to listen to it and to honour it? The simple fact is that our intuition is always there whether we're aware of it or not. And in our increasingly complex and fast-moving world where we're drowned in information overload, the winners will be those that can make clear, fast and accurate decisions on demand. And today's very special guest shows us how feeding and nurturing our intuition will help us to achieve this, and that living a life in which we can make use of its wisdom is the key way to thrive both at work and in our lives. Craig Wilson is Australia's world-leading intuitive. He's a best-selling author, a healer, a mentor, and a global speaker. In today's ever-busy and stressful world, He's enjoyed the pleasure of working with incredible individuals and helping amazing small business owners, entrepreneurs, and Fortune 500 companies around the world to make clear, fast, and accurate decisions on demand. He works with you to transform your life where it matters most, your health, emotions, intimate relationships, families, and careers. He helps you take responsibility for your life, your purpose, your career, your business, and your direction. And he's written the best-selling book appropriately titled Intuitive that brings a revolutionary perspective to life, health, and business. It provides entirely new insights and actions into what it really takes to maximise and leverage your intuition to achieve and sustain success in today's increasingly demanding world. And Craig has very generously offered a personally signed copy of Intuitive to one of you. Now, this is a very high-value, life-changing book. So to make it interesting, we'll gift this special copy to the listener who emails me at bushy at khgroup.com.au. That's bushy at khgroup.com.au to confirm how many words, how many chapters, and how many sections are in his book, Intuitive, as Craig mentions, mentions this during our episode chat. Along with this, I want you to give me an example of where you've used your intuition to make a good decision, and then we'll choose the best entry. So, listen to this very special, thought-provoking, and potentially life-changing episode of Get Invested, right through to the end to glean the answers, send me an email, and join me in enjoying this inspiring conversation with the enigmatic Craig Wilson. Hi, Freedom Fighters. Now, I've had a really good feeling about today's conversation right from the get-go. When today's guest and I were introduced to each other by our mutual book publisher, who's also an all-round legend, that's Michael Hanrahan. So, welcome, and let's get invested, Craig Wilson. Great to be here. Thank you. 
you so much for having me, Bushy. No, real pleasure, mate. Uh, the, the universe moves in interesting ways and uh, quite unexpectedly we've managed to hook up and the very brief conversations we've had already, I know that we share a lot of similar views on the world and uh, you've got some quite groundbreaking uh, work that you've been doing in the intuition space but also across the board, which I'm really keen to dive into. But before we do that, mate, uh, without me or the others second-guessing, can you give us a bit of a rundown on who you are and what you do, please, buddy? My name's Craig Wilson, Intuitive, and I help business owners and entrepreneurs build seven to eight figures and beyond by doing what they love and using their natural gifts to make a bigger impact in the world than they ever believed possible. And our goal, um, Bushy, is to impact 7.7 million leaders, uh, which can be community leaders right through to business owners and entrepreneurs and corporate leaders. And the 7.7 is there because, like the 100th monkey, if those know, it's that 0.01% of the world population. So we want to empower the 1% of the world uh, so that intuition, which is, uh, this is the difference with our work, which is coming from our heart and our gut and our brain in the right order, will change the world. Uh, so that's the legacy. And if I can take my last breath knowing that that's set up, um, then uh, I'll be a happy person and uh, uh, the world will hopefully be a better place, a happier place uh, and a place of joy. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but much more wealthy rather than just rich. Yeah, I love that. Love that, mate. That's a massive goal, and uh, but with the, the ripple effect of uh, the, the work you're doing, very achievable, mate. So very keen to support you on that journey. But uh, thank you, mate. Uh, I'd love you to take us through your personal journey today and share with us some of the stories, uh, the challenges uh, that you've been through, and go back as early as you can if if you're happy to, please, that, that brings us to where you are today because I think uh, the listeners are really going to tune into your story, mate. Thank you. And I suppose a quick segue to that is uh, I'm an author, speaker uh, and mentor um, and uh, th- that'll give you a bit of a, a preface for, from where I came from. So if, it goes, if we go right, right back, um, uh, I, I recently, in the last few years, wrote the book, Intuitive Bestselling Book, which is all about that we're all intuitive, and that is true. But, um, you know, some of us, as you know, are more intuitive than others, um, naturally or empathic. So when I was a kid, um, you know, um, nearly 50 years ago, <laughs> uh, 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 I was able to notice certain things about the world uh, which were normal to me. So when I was a kid in, in the cot and look around me, I could see energy. And every time I talk about it, Bushy, um, it's that, it's that, like that, uh, I become aware of it. I can see it. I can physically see it. Mm, like it, auras, it's like a energy fields around, around things. What, what, just Absolutely. But it's yeah. even at probably more of a subset of that and more of a meta level is I actually see uh, flickering and then I can actually see energy moving around me and in different directions. Wow. I just thought it was normal. And then, yeah, I could see the colors and different things as well. But this is, I'm talking about as a child, like I'm talking about in the crib right through to the 18 months old, that kind of thing. And then I was able to sort of put my hand out and I could actually touch it and spin the energy one way around me and the other way around me. I just ask for people to be open because we'll talk about the science of this. Mm. Um, just, just stay open and, uh, and, and enjoy it. Uh, then I was able to use tele, my mind, telekinesis, 
uh, to actually move the energy. So I would visualize it going one way and it'll go the other. And it was just a friend. It just felt like I, it was part of me. Amazing. And then, yeah, quite extraordinary. And um, that was how I lived. And then I tried to communicate that um, to my friends uh, as a young child uh, around, you know, four and five and communicating and my parents and being brought up a Catholic. Um, I was like, oh, you know, not so sure about that. So <laughs> I sort of sh- <laughs> I shut it down. And, um, didn't know what to do with it. So, um, but I was always very sensitive and empathic. And, uh, my grandmother was very, um, very intuitive. And we always could sort of read scenarios, like in business or the family, we could predict what would happen two or three years down the track. And mm-hmm. stay open with that, guys, too. I'll talk about the science, um, down the track. Yes, please. Um, so then around the age of nine, as you know from the book, mm. I had a very extraordinary experience. So, I'll just set the scene. So I was in my boardroom, uh, boardroom. I'm in the boardroom now. I was in my bedroom. I didn't have a board. Well, maybe I did. I, I wasn't a fucking business guy back then. Um, so I was, it was late 70s. I was on the northern beaches of Sydney, uh, and I was looking out the window, looking up the street, classic 70s kind of scene, uh, red brick house, that kind of thing. And I remember um, feeling sort of this energy above my head, and then I felt overwhelmed. I felt this energy coming through my hands. And, um, and I want to just make the point that back then there was hardly any television yeah. in Australia. We had the only influences we had was Star Wars, maybe Battlestar Galactica and Empire Strikes. Sorry. And, um, and Star Trek. Yeah. So I didn't really have anything to go off. I'd never talked about anything like this or had an experience. So, and what happened was I was actually, looking into my hands and I could see the whole universe. Mm. Now, guys, I'm not talking about some flash. I'm not talking about uh, an image, like something like, you know, some psychic. I'm talking about physically, my my whole hands were energetic fields and I could see star systems and soul. It's like I could see the whole Milky Way. Inside my hands, yeah, and this is age nine, mate. In age nine. <laughs> wow, that, how did you feel then, mate? Because there'd be an absolute torrent of emotions flowing through you at that point. I would have thought. Well, yeah, it was, and, and it was what the voice said. And I'm going to preface this, so listen to me when I say it. The voice said, "You're not from here." Okay, now that's a big thing to say. If wow. you, you know, coming from corporate, you know, guy who advised prime ministers, you know, being involved with venture capital, setting up banks. Yeah, you know, down now. But imagine nine years old being told you're not from here. So wherever I come from, wherever we come from, we come from. But you got to remember, we, you know, I believe we're we're universal beings. We're part of a higher power, which I call God. So I'm not saying I'm an alien or anything like that. But we all come from, you know, we come energetically, potentially come as a soul. You get the whole idea. Yeah. I shut it down. It was an amazing experience. I turned my hands over so I could see it both sides, and there's energy all around me. And um, I never spoke about it again. Until Why? I was did, did, did you did you tell your uh, brothers, sisters, or, or parents at the time? No, I think it was like a movie. Um, it just shut down. Like yeah, it was yeah. almost like I was shown this glimpse for I don't know a minute or two. Yeah, maybe a minute. I can't tell you how long it was. To be honest, I'd say it was probably a minute or so. But time becomes and almost irrelevant. It could have time. Yeah, well, that's know, correct. Yeah. yeah, and that's right. When then you look at all the science of the things the you know um, uh, multi-dimensions it's all coming out there's so much coming out on it yeah. and it was like a gateway that opened I shut it down 
I don't even remember having a need to talk about it, Bushy. Yeah, okay. It was just a, it was a program that opened up and shut down. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it came back to me um, when I started looking later in life once I'd been meditating for many years. So that was huge. Mm. Um, I was a very sensitive kid. So, like, you know, I played rugby and football for the school. I was a good player. But I always cared about the players. I was very aware of my body. Um, I could have gone on and been a pretty good footballer, but um, you know, my dad said, you want to play first grade? And I was like, well, I enjoy the camaraderie shit, but I had too much <laughs> respect for my body. You know? Yeah, and, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean that from a knowingness, like coming back to, you know, this is a precious system. Yeah. And if you look at all the ancient knowledge and people like Don and Tyler Tolman, they'll tell you, I mean, the, a lot of buildings, you know how you see the apex in the building, like yep. the pyramid, yep. that's actually built on the human being. Yeah. It's not houses are not built as houses. Houses represent you as a human being. Yes. Yeah. Well, the the, the pyramidal form. Having been the an architect for twenty years, if you sit in the mm -hmm. under the apex of a pyramid uh, energetically, so, it can be so, very powerful. So the body is very important. So so from on there, I always knew I would make a difference from a young age. So going back to when I was very young, like very young, one or two, I knew I would be at a time of great change, mm. um, and that it would be. I suppose from a Catholic point of view at the time, thought it would be apocalyptic, yep. you know, that God would come. Yep. I would say it's much bigger than that. My concept of God is the biggest concept of God. The universe is the one thing. I don't get caught up with labels no, anymore. No. Um, at the end of the day, scientifically, everything is one. Everything is connected. Yep. Uh, that's proven and continues to be proven. Yep. Um, so whatever label you want to put on it is fine. I, um, I'm not a religious person, but I believe that we are part of this greater power um, and we are an expression of it. Um, and uh, as an expression of it, it's like that, you know, you and I are part of um, that one tree and you're a branch bushy, pardon the pun, a bushy branch. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm a branch as well. And we are an expression of that consciousness. Yeah. So yeah. as an expression of that, that's where all the synchronicities and, and again, I'll talk about a little bit of science as I was sharing earlier with you. You know, our DNA is an antenna receiver. It sends and receives information. Yeah. This is more and more solid science coming through. That's why you can go into a room, a business, or you know, if you're with a client or doing a property deal or an investment, you get a vibe, a knowingness whether you can do business with somebody or not. You know it straight away because their energetic electrical field, which is what the human body is, where, where electricity yeah. is giving you information and you're giving information to them. Yeah. And then as we get more sophisticated with the work we do, then we can read people from one moment to the next and learn how to make decisions. So mm, well, I'm gonna interesting We're going to dive into that as we as we progress through the exercise mode because but that's to, a, to move, yeah, but to yeah. move onwards from there, uh, yeah. I, I knew I wanted to make a difference in the world. So part of me was this budding capitalist, want to become a CEO, chairman, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And did that uh, come, was, just, just jumping in there, because uh, there's real parallels with, with my upbringing as well, and there's just, just innate knowledge that you're going to make a mark uh, mm. that, that sits there. Is that something that came from within, or was that, was that also it was, no, it was from your parents, the, or where, where did that no, come from? I, I, look, my parents were hardworking, middle-class people and you know savvy and and that my grandmother was an incredible entrepreneur and, and, and you know, in, in a medium sense, you mm. know, not in extravagant sense. My father was very good. Um, in, he was, um, my dad is the, um, the millionaire next door from America, you know, yeah, the American gotcha. 
Yeah, no one would know, uh, but he's he set himself up. Yeah, yeah, he set himself up, but he's an everyday um, streetwise man who set himself up. So I learned the street smarts, but it was innate. I had more drive than I knew than anyone. I had more ambition, but it was an ultralistic ambition. Yeah. It wasn't an ambition just for self-serving. So part of me was this budding capitalist. Like the first business I opened was, you know, selling lemonade and, and food and chocolate crackles on the side of the road when I was five. Like I knew where I was going. Um, yeah. And living on the northern beaches of Sydney, you'd go over the North Shore. And it's like, I'm having a waterfront property. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. Yeah. Da, da, da. Played rugby for Manly and then on, and then was joined, you know, part of Mossman Rugby years later. But, um, but the, but what I worked out, Wishy along the way was that's not what I wanted, and uh, I'm yeah. sure somebody will work out. But I, 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 I went after it, got it, and uh, then said no, this isn't actually. Yeah, because I, I, I want to dig in there a little bit, actually, because that, that's this is a really important uh, part of the of the journey uh, that a lot of us uh, are either going through or have gone through, and that is, you know, we pursue what what we believe is the you know the corporate uh, ladder in some some regard. And it's sort of weaving through your history, uh, you've, you've certainly pursued that. You've gone from Telstra to uh, commercial pilot for a period uh, and then a number of startups in, in a various uh, software roles, yeah. you know, Technical right across roles. the board. So clearly you've got some uh, very strong communication skills and ability to read situations that's probably underlying that's right. all of this. But at what, what point did you go, mm, this corporate gig's just – just yeah, not great me. Point. I, when I was um, 23, 24, I, um, when I was 22, I, got, I was uh, with Telstra and I was very good in communications and innately knew it was all about relationships. Um, mm-hmm. So budding one side of me, which is a beautiful segue, or segue, was to be this budding capitalist, but the other side was wanting to be of service to humanity yeah. and to God. Uh, and, and, but in balance, you know, um, yeah. there was a time where I even, you know, when I went to Rome and I even considered being a priest. Yeah. And, uh, at that time, you wouldn't, you know, be a bit, bit of a bit hard gig these days for lots of reasons. But, <laughs> how, uh, but I like, how I like people. You, I, like, I like women too much. And so <laughs> I, I had a very strong faith, but I knew I was put on this earth to make a mark. Um, and now I'm helping other people make their mark. My mark is helping other people make their mark. Yeah. That's, I love it. That's my yeah, um, and so what happened was um, I'm trying to get back on track here. Uh, where, where, yeah, Telstra. Uh, I was their top sales, like telesales guy in the country, out of hundreds of, of people, and got promoted early. They wouldn't give me a gig in the city at 25, so I became an account manager in the country on the same pace. I was not, uh, 1995 with a mobile phone and a company car and. 22, 23 years old, yeah. and on a good package. So I went to the country, and I learned so much in the country. I don't want to under-emphasize this point. I learned so much about relationships in the bushy country. Uh, in the, <laughs> yeah, I, I was wee wall bolt at Lightning Ridge. I had an area half the size of England, and um, I'd drive out on these three-day sales trips, and there was Namoy cotton and uh, agronomists, and I was dealing with cattle farmers, and there were yeah. more wealth up there per square, you know, mile than anywhere in the country and there were you know trading houses in 10 sheds with 200 traders in there right yeah. i was like made me look at the world and i used to go out there with a tea cake bushy and chew the fat with them for an hour and a half and then they say well yeah yeah so uh what do you got for us today craig and yeah you know office was on the on the on the on the on the boil and, that's, and they say are we going to be better off i say no you're not i say okay what do we where do we sign yeah so i learned the 20, 23 
all about relationships and yeah i was already that way but and um you know i was brought up well but just how the power of relationships and trust um and it, it, as you know if 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 I if you said one thing wrong, no one would buy from you. And if you did the right thing, everyone knew. So they they asked me to be the win back rep. So I was winning back more business from Optus than any person in the country. Yeah, right. They wanted to. So anyway, I moved from that from 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 Armadale to Byron Bay, uh, and uh, it was too good. <laughs> <laughs> so that the spiritual side came in. So I could have been this gun win back. Uh, I was a win back kid, sort of yeah. running around winning back all this business, but. I then got into this great lifestyle of meditation and I even started doing yoga in 1995, 96, like it's unheard of if you think about yeah. it way back then. And why? I, 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 I keep asking the why question, but because yeah. at, at that time that would have been really groundbreaking, mate. So what was the attraction? Well, I started meditating at school, which is interesting, in the Christian school, and that was the best thing, you know, and I've been meditating since, is that I knew there was something more about energy. I, I, I wanted to acknowledge my body and that um, because I'd come from a sales entrepreneur and then went into venture capital and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, uh, it's stressful and, you know, it's fight and flight. And as you know, in sales and business development, you know, you're either a king or you're or a target. Mm. Um, so, um, I loved it, but, um, I, at that stage was very much based on myself rather than teams and obviously built teams like yourself as well now, but, um, I needed something to chill me out and, um, I, my heart was split in two. I was half of me wanted to do this, just live a spiritual quest. So I was like, well, I'll make a certain amount of millions of dollars by the time I'm 30 and, uh, and then I'll just devote myself to that i'll make my money first and then i'll do my spiritual journey yeah um so i probably did it a few years earlier than a lot of people and then i was like that didn't work out so um i started surfing and um and i was like i can have a lifestyle and then intuitively i knew that this area was where i was meant to be and long story short is 20 years later i've moved back and all my family and you know cousins and parents and you know a lot of our all my direct family is now on the coast yeah uh, on the gold coast southern end of the gold coast which is the fire and bake rumbin beautiful part of the coast not it the is. gold coast as you probably yes. probably probably would think so um love it so that so but um mate d- d- jumping in there on the on the meditation aspect because I, I i talk to a lot of people who say yeah i'm right into meditation but the, there's a thousand different definitions not of meditation. really they, I, with all respect most people i want to say this in uh from someone who's been doing it 30 years and i mean this with all respect mm-hmm. um it's it takes you years to to get an idea of what it's about and meditation is um Mark Boris would tell you it's a thousand things to a hundred different people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, swimming in a pool, doing laps, people will call a meditation and having done a lot of lap swimming, it's great, but it's an active form of meditation. There's meditations with mantras. There's meditations with not focusing on things, whatever you I mean. It's all part of the journey. I like, do whatever you want to do, but, mm. um, meditation, um, uh, is, it starts by slowing down, if, you know, so, so, and just being aware of your, your surroundings, your environment and mindfulness. But real meditation is, um, clearing your mind, clearing your emotions, um, and having direct benefit. And that's where I've become a business intuitive. Like a lot of people meditate and they go, oh, yeah, it's good. But, you know, I don't sometimes have a lot of motivation after I meditate. I just feel sort of happy. Hmm. And I say, well, that's great. But how would you like to actually start actually? 
getting a direct benefit from that or mm. making a decision for that. That's where intuition comes in. But it's great, though, that everyone is more open to mindfulness and meditation, but there are many levels of meditation and ways of hacking it, which is what I've done where we can do it in minutes or seconds. You can sit for an hour, you know, 20 or 30 minutes, but listening to raps is, you know, is good, mm-hmm. but there's nothing like being in the presence of or in, a, or in a guided group with someone who really knows what they're doing because they raise the intention up. Um, I know we yeah. want to talk about that today because if you're meditating with no intention, that's okay at times. But, hey, we're running businesses and yeah. careers and in transitions. Like you, Otherwise, what can happen is people start meditating and then they move, they start avoid, can start avoiding responsibility and their work and I've done it, you know, I was big involved with transcendental meditation and some of the and, and was asked to be a director of it uh, here in Australia and that's what a lot of the uh, A-listers do. It's awesome but what we do is teach you how to actually make decisions which is mm. what they would say in the Hindus, the, the cities, It's um, it becomes a course in invincibility so you, you're working with the metaphysical and you're working with... Um, with intention, intention at the same time, mm. and that's when that's when stuff real. That's when the magic happens. Yeah, interesting. I, I'm an absolute beginner in the meditation space, Craig. Uh, as are a lot of people. And yes, I've tried the apps. But I'd, one quick example uh, and something that, that's uh, really beneficial to me that this morning when I got up after I'd done the small time with the dogs and and done a little bit of exercise just to get the blood pumping. I, I just literally sat and looked. We, we've got it living on a beautiful property looking down the, the valley and it's just a, a, a cracking place. It puts you in a peaceful place straight away. But I, I just sat for 10 minutes and uh, starting with gratitude, uh, I'd start with a thousand thank yous, mate. That's generally how I start. And uh, I just imagined how good our conversation was going to go today and and, and got up from that feeling really positive, uh, uh, energised, uh because I had the intent of knowing that we're we're really going to share some some great stuff today, so uh, it, 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 and I'd love to I'd love to add something to that to amplify what you just said. Would uh, Would you be open to me? Please, open? yeah, please, mate, please. And and when I say that to everyone, um, you know, um, I suppose I'm at that point now as a media contributor, be a disruptor in this place mm. space. Mm. A lot of people are sort of um, claiming to be experts in this field because they've been meditating for three months or 12 months. Yeah, or, I'm not. And good luck with them. That's <laughs> fine. I'm not. But what I'm trying to say is that um, um, what I would you know, say to you, Bushy, that's awesome. But what about if you added to this, if it was best and highest, we're going to have a fantastic, you know, session today craig and i so mm. when i use intuition and meditation if it's best because and you know it's great we're having a great time but when you say if it's best if it's best for others if it's best for me then you're getting the universe life whatever you want to call it god going through you so that mm. the universe actually comes through you so yep. and as i talk about in my book in children you know, become a beacon of light at the end of the book. So the universe, sure, wants you to be happy and joyful and successful. And what you'll probably find, you know, if you spend time with Bushy, it's like me. It's like money is a byproduct of joy and self-expression. Yeah. Money comes at the end. That's why we're not talking about that right now, although we will talk about actual outcomes and, and real financial results. But, but it goes from a way of thinking to a way of feeling to a way of being. So you can think logical, and I was in you know, investment banking and all that, and I enjoyed that. But I love being in my heart, and I, you know, but 
when you can start resonating from your heart and saying, well, look, if it's best, I, I want to do business with this person. If it's best, um, that person in the ambulance will be okay. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that was an ambulance. I did, yeah, we did. But, 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 um, <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is if it's best, so therefore you're trusting yourself. If you want to be trusted in your life and your relationships and with your animals and and your business and your customers, well, you have to learn to trust yourself. And the best way to trust yourself is to trust your relationship. That, that number one, which comes out of all our retreats and workshops, is the number one thing. Sure, people want to make decisions on demand. Sure, people want better results and feel good about themselves. But the number one thing that keeps coming up, Bushy, is the relationship with with others. But the relationship with yourself, that's the most important thing. And I would say your relationship to life, your relationship to the universe, to that higher power. Once you get that right, if it's best, you will do business. If not, do you want to do business with someone if it's not best? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you want that investment if it's fear-based? No. Are we going to react from fear or are we going to respond from love? And then the science of that, uh, as I talk about in Intuitive, is 60,000 thoughts per day. 95% of those thoughts are negative. And then, you know, 90% of the thoughts we had yesterday, we had today. So we're, we've got to keep interrupting the loop. And Bushy and I were having a nice conversation before we started. And I was saying, you know, what people, a lot of people don't realize is, you know, you and I think negative thoughts as well, Bushy, but we interrupt it more than others and we're willing to do that. And that's the difference. And with other successful people, they, of course, they have negative thoughts, um, but they, they're willing to interrupt them. It's like being a pilot. And, uh, I've, as you, as you mentioned earlier, flying, uh, when you're flying, it's about correcting your own pitch. The plane's mm. constantly off course. Yeah. And all you're doing is getting back on course. Yeah. And yeah. that's what my work is about, is how to make clear, fast and accurate decisions on demand. We aim it towards business owners and entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and people in transition because you people are the ones that are going to make it happen. You're the ones that are going to impact the world um, because you're willing to take responsibility uh, to be with what is uh, and make a decision. Now, as I was saying earlier as well, if it's a little overwhelming, you don't have to make a decision right now. You can make a decision tonight or in an hour. You can make a decision next week. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't matter when you, you, but you, 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 but some people, as you know, Bushy will never make a decision. Yeah. You know, they'll put it off for two years or they'll put it off for, you know, three months. So, you know, putting a decision off for two hours or, you know, say, you know, the anonymous third party, you know, can I, you know, I need to talk to my manager or can I talk to my wife or whatever, or you can get up to a point where I've got people in boardrooms where, Someone asked me and just say, look, any, you know, can I just get a cup of coffee or a glass? Does anyone want a glass of water? And by the time I've got a glass of water, I've gone into my heart, cleared myself and made the decision. Mm. Yeah, it's and the that. energy, and the energy that that shifts, but that's with full confidence, by the way, everyone. That's not, I'm not sure if I'm making the right decision. I feel the resonance in my heart. And why I, the focus is the heart, everyone, is that the heart is the first cell in the body, not the brain. Say it again. The heart is the first cell in the body, not the brain. And most inf- the more information goes from the heart to the head as to the other way around, some 70%. So it's the heart that's running the show, not the emotional heart, not the stressed heart. I'm talking about the peaceful heart, the, 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 the bushy who's on holidays, who feels great, smiling with the dogs in the morning, <laughs> using that energy to make a decision rather than am I going to get it wrong. Now, a lot of you like me and Bushy as well, at times can be logical. 
that's great, but how about we go to the heart and then the gut? The gut has some 200 plus million neurons in it and the brain has as little as 10 million neurons in it. Mm. So our gut's got more um, in, um, power than our brain. So if we can go to our heart, feel our heart first, feel our gut, then our brain, because if you go to our brain first, it's a 2 million-year-old survival machine. Yeah. And it's really good for fishing and fighting saber-toothed tigers. But it's not, not real good at um, you know disrupting the world or um, doing things based on prosperity. And, you know, we're, human beings are very good at surviving, as you know, Bushy, yeah. but they're not very good at thriving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, mate, I, I, uh, I love the heart-to-gut to then mind uh, connection uh, as part, and it's it's something that uh, let's let's dive into the uh, uh, intuition discussion now because it's something that uh, everyone will be very keen to uh, understand more about. But uh, the I guess what I'd love you to do because uh, again, intuition is a word that gets bandied around a lot, uh, and and. I think is often misread in terms of what it it's often means. at the point. Yeah, we're educating the market, and when the book, my book came out a few years ago, it was great. It was very well supported by the media, and the media were open. But mm. a lot of people think intuition is, um, you know, a hunch or just something that you use every once in a while. Like I use it all day long. Um, you know, I've got, um, you know, we now license businesses in it. Imagine that. There's an intuitive, conscious business license that we have. Wow. Right. Yeah. And as I was saying before, in America, um, the number one thing in consulting right now is decision making. Yeah. So imagine you can have all the data in the world and having worked with SAP and you know those sort of consultants, Price Waterhouse, Deloitte, so you get all this information, guys, or those of you who've worked with that, you're still running off spreadsheets. But if you can't make a decision consciously uh, with confidence, then you're screwed. You know, it's fear based and. Imagine if your intuition and your decision making was 10% or 20 or 30% better than other players in the market, even if it was just 5 or 10% better every day compound. Mm. You know, this audience understands compound uh, totally. results. Totally. Well, t- so uh, put in, putting it into a nutshell, and if you can, uh, how, and you've defined it really well in the book, but can you just share that, that definition of intuition with us, mate? Well, for me, it's going to your heart, gut, and brain in the right order. Um, as I said, the heart's the first cell in the body. It's universally intelligent. Um, it has it's as hundred times more uh, electrically powerful than the brain. Yeah, and there's some five thousand times more uh, magnetic energy. You can check out heart math. Um, you can also check out um, what I quoted earlier from uh, Stanford University. There's a lot more stuff coming out. We're actually getting a lot of research together on it, um, but. What we're saying is you can fully access your mind, but just do it in the right order. Mm. So get yourself comfortable, and we'll talk about that. So I can't give everyone an experience right now, obviously, on the podcast because people are doing different things. So what we do is we do nothing, as you know you did this morning, um, Bushy, before your gratitude. And doing nothing is, in my world, is just, just sitting quietly or lying down and to start off, you know, just do it for a minute or two. Now, that's going to be as easy and as complicated as it sounds, <laughs> right? But it's very powerful and um, sometimes you're going to have a lot of thoughts and sometimes you're not and sometimes you're going to feel sensations and sometimes you're not. Yeah. It's never going to be the same. 
And I've never articulated quite that on a podcast mm. or medium interview before. I'm going to say that again because it's going to give you a lot of freedom. It's going to be different every time, guys. Every time. So don't think right, oh, you know, well, this is a process. Yeah, it is, but you're dealing with 75 trillion cells mm. <laughs> and thoughts and feelings and what happened today and, and it's all epigenetics and your intergenerational stuff. So um, very quickly on that, we have an energy body, mental, emotional, physical, biological, chemistry, DNA. Yeah. And um, just to prove the science on this, I'm actually being asked to speak and chair at uh, by the uh, Professor of Innovation at the University of Melbourne in a couple of weeks right. um, on intuition and how to make clear, fast and accurate decisions on demand. And just to show you who's on the committee, you've got Google, uh, Amazon, um, Deloitte, um, RMIT, um, the list goes on. So yeah. this is a multi-trillion dollar industry. If you think, if you're open with meditation, then watch this space. And intuition is the jewel on the crown on the top. And, and uh, it was funny because Bushy, you said, oh, you're, you're on the crest of the wave. But you know, like yourself, Bushy, I've been doing this for 30 years. So yeah. I've waited a long time to be in the right place, so, as Gary Vee would say. Um, people were a bit confronted by it 10 years ago. I've dedicated the last 10 years specifically to intuition, but yeah. uh, it's the jewel in the crown. So we do nothing first. Um, and what's most important with the technique that I've developed and, and fine-tuned with doing it for over 10,000 hours is then to let go through the through the earth. So just feel your body, feel it release. Feel your body, feel it release. Feel your body, feel it release. Because sometimes you'll hear the more... You know, esoteric meditations, which you know, most people mean well, but just saying, okay, I want you to feel your body and let go. No, you need to actually do it. <laughs> you need to actually connect. You know, if you're patting a dog or you're feeling the love that you have for your wife or your partner, then that's work. Like you've got to actually visualize that. You can't just go, oh, yeah, I love my wife. It's not going to work, is it? <laughs> no, it's spot on. Absolutely spot on. Right? So you've got to let go and let go and let go again in perpetuality. So that's one. The second step is to actually bring your thoughts up because if you don't bring your thoughts up, what's going to happen, Bushy? Yeah, they'll, they'll bury and fester. Exactly. They'll, they'll bury and fester or they get you stressed and then stress creates problems. You know, up to 98% of all illness and disease from Harvard Medical School, you know, uh, leading medical uh, school in the world is stress and trauma. We don't want that. If you've got stress and trauma, what happens to your IQ after seven minutes? Fifty mm. percent reduction in 50% IQ. Fifty percent reduction. Yeah. So if you're that making sense. decisions like that, you know, and the other thing is, you know, then your cortisol, then you have sleep issues. So not only um, by doing this intuitive process, as we said earlier, you get yourself right. You've got to get yourself right first, and that's when you get your health right and you get your business right. So we do, we allow our thoughts to come up. Now, when we allow our thoughts to come up, we allow our positive thoughts to come up. We allow our negative thoughts to come up. And we allow um, some numbness to come up. Mm. And you might go, oh, if I'm numb, then, um, you know, if I'm thinking and my head feels numb, there's nothing going on. Well, actually what it is is you're protecting yourself. Yeah. There's actually something underneath that. Yes. So we do that. And then what you do after that is you thank your mind for sharing because your mind has conscious thoughts, yep. whether they're your thoughts or programmed by television and media or work or 
or your parents yeah. and we thank them and we wish them well lovingly and let them go and then we feel our head, we feel a release. We feel our head, we feel a release mm-hmm. and we do it uh, for a minute or so. Um, just doing those two things makes a difference. Then we get into the emotions yeah. and it's just a matter of sitting comfortably or lying down and feeling our body, scanning our body from head to toe. So you're saying uh, in your instance you know, with your um, lovely partner is very empathic yeah. and um, we feel and we feel what's there and we acknowledge what's there um, with no judgment. The same with the thoughts. We're not judging our thoughts. We're mm. just like an old friend, just giving our thoughts and our emotions a chance to be heard. Yeah. So we, we allow all our feelings to come up and then we say thank you for sharing and again, we lovingly let them go and we feel and release, we feel and release and we feel and release. Okay, and then from there we start bringing energy in um, because, you know, the frequency of, of, of love and unconditional love, love with no conditions like your wonderful dogs, yeah. you know, and, and, and in a relationship or children, that love with no conditions is the vibration that we use. And this is the massive difference with the work that I've researched and lived in uh, all these decades and having been born with it. So you've got to bring the love in. You've got to bring the heart in. You can follow processes and systems, but if there's no feeling, <laughs> if there's no love there, then it only works so far. Yeah. Um, and that's why my branding, if you look at craigwilson.com, it's all about the heart. Ah. You know, we've got the heart branded, it, the heart's everywhere. Yeah. Um, not a lovey-dovey heart, uh, a love with no <laughs> condition. You know, a mate, I love, you know, I love you, I love you, mate. You know, we just, you know, kicked a 40 AFL or rugby game. Great try, mate. Love you. You know, you're yeah. a best friend. It's yeah. that kind of love. It's not a, it's not a romantic love. Like, that's great. But it's, you know, you, when you're holding a child for the first time, you do anything for them, right? Yeah. That's that love. It has no conditions to it. So I teach you, um, how to have that love for yourself. So, if, you know, if you want to do it on your own, give it a try and bring some love into your heart and, uh, and that will get you started. And then once you start bringing love into your heart, then you can start making your decisions and you can say, right, let's say you want a particular outcome and you can say, well, you know, is it, is, is it best for me to sign this contract, you know, for this property and feel it and then give yourself a break and then say, is it not best for me to make me sign this contract and feel the difference and your intuition and your body will tell you. And, you know, but the, 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 the reason why people come to me is that we, um, our head is the biggest one. And for the logical people, you're going to want to use this like, um, going to the gym or a yoga class. Yeah. And that's great, but it takes practice. And that's why people spend, you know, $97 with me right through to the corporates, you know, with large figures, six and seven figures, because it's like anything. If you want to become masterful at it, you know, you want to be able to get course correction very quickly I can clear myself in seconds where most some most people you know will never be able to clear themselves because they're not willing to sit with their thoughts and their feelings so the more you can be with your thoughts and your emotions um, then you can um, you can take action but what I would say to everyone is do it at your own pace um, and we'll, you know, we'll talk about it later but I've got free stuff and an app so you can check out the app that's a good place to start. But yeah. the what I talked to you about then, those first four steps will get you started and will teach you to become more mindful um, so that you can make a decision on anything. It could be a health issue. It could be a relationship issue. It could be a business issue. Um, you know, one of the, the big things that I help people 
one of my top clients is deciding and they're in um, project management. Um, you know, one of the major um, uh, players here on the coast, uh, and they decide whether they work with a certain developer or not. And they might be, you know, a very well-paying person, and you know, in many cases worth, you know, significant, like hundreds of millions of dollars. But we work out whether it's from a truth and ethics and values point of view, is this is this relationship worth it energetically? Is it is it worth it? And um, what we do is we make decisions on that. And I've helped him over five years probably to phase out four and uh, four four plus developers. And there's one that we're phasing out now. And every time we've done that, the business has grown dramatically. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that's where it works. Is it's being with your own truth, isn't it, Bushy? Yeah. And yeah. It's being with your own values and truth, and and not judge. Trying to learn not to judge yourself and others. So what we're doing here is. Yeah, meditation um, is great, but meditation prepares you to make decisions and that's where the intuition comes in and we want intuition to become, you know, that quiet voice that becomes uh, soon becomes your best friend and if you start listening to it like uh, uh, any muscle, then it becomes stronger and uh, will serve you extremely well and the most successful people on the planet, whether they're movie stars or, you know, Kerry Packer and all these people, if you actually ask them, you know, people say, I make, at the end of the day, I make gut decisions. Yeah, well, I, I think I'd, Steve Jobs, I think, famously said that uh, intuitions... Uh, and the heart, yeah. Yeah, the heart. is far more powerful than intellect. So, uh, mate, let, one thing... And Einstein, I, of, Einstein, of course, he said the most powerful thing in the world was uh, was intuition and there are letters of love as well to, to, just to jump in but just to throw that that um, he wrote some letters um, his daughter um, talking about the power of love was more powerful than the law of relativity that we live that the what the universe is made of, of of love so the furthest thing from love is fear and that's where we I know you want to talk about that but um, love is the most condensed sorry fear is the most condensed form of love um, but it's a complete parallel. So we want to just catch the fear and then choose to respond rather than react. And when we're making decisions and especially around money and investments and, and, um, and being with our truth, pretty confronting stuff. But if you can become, you know, stronger at it, you can not only make better decisions for yourself, you'll have greater relationships in your life and the onion ring spirals out in your business, your customers, uh, and everywhere. Yeah, absolutely, mate. The um, it, it's it's interesting that intuition's always been with us, and and I guess disappointingly, the more so-called digital digitally connected we get, uh, the more we tend to ignore intuition, and and more and the more disconnected we've actually become with ourselves and everyone else. And I I sort of noticed that, uh, and again, you, you have a, a much better read of this than I, but. I've felt maybe it's just by experience that that uh, women are by nature more intuitive than men, and and men uh, a lot of a lot of guys, particularly in the business world, tend to operate from the head, and the head tends to shut down the the intuition. How how can you sort of uh, help people to stop ignoring intuition and mm. turn the brain off from uh, actually getting in the way? Okay, great. Well. Um Firstly, I'm proud to um, let you know that more men are getting interested and involved with uh, intuition now more than ever. Right. Um, And if it was eight or ten years ago, yes, most of my practice was women in the beginning. They got a good feeling, a good sense. 
but um, so, well, the, the first thing um, um, to do is to do my little practice that I told you, and yeah. you can go on the website and there's a free um, free download or get onto the app or on, on iTunes or Google Play, uh, reach out to us. But um, it's just being able to be with what is um, because you can't fix your financial situation or become rich or even wealthy unless you can accept your current circumstances. So it's about, you know, allowing your thoughts to come up and, you know, practice at first, just slowly, slowly. But if you want to sort of start developing yourself, you know, for five minutes a day in the morning um, and then if you really focus and you really want to make an impact in the world and you love what you do, then, you know, you'll do what it, do what it takes. But, um, if you, if you read things like, um, you know, Tim Ferriss's book, um, mentor book on tribe of mentors. I, I grab a lot that virtually everyone meditates in some form or another. So yeah. however that is for you, just get started, you know, so just get comfortable, relax, um, and just be with what is because the more you can be with yourself, the more others can be with yourself. Um, I'm trying to, sorry, I've got on a train. What was the question? No, you're good. And just on that, uh, cause this, this is a really good point, Craig. Uh, a lot of people, because uh, and and again, it's societal and it's the yeah, old. Get out of the head. Yeah, and it's also uh, what I find is that uh, people, uh, we, a lot of us feel like we have to be busy, and if we're not yeah. busy, we feel guilty. So taking time out to to empty the mind and do nothing, there'll be some of the listeners that will struggle with that that concept. Absolutely, yeah, this is great. I'm this is probably best question so far. So, so basically, by doing nothing, you actually open up your ability probably to get a 10 or 100x return. So what you're doing is you're taking all the stress and tra- trauma out um, and you're acting from a calmer place. So you've got access 24-7, any place, any time to making you know, a great decision. So imagine you know, by doing meditation for 5 or 10 minutes or say building up to 20 minutes twice a day, or more, let's say 20 minutes twice a day, yeah. you then become calmer and it's called restful alertness. So you, you're alert, you're like a duck on the water, you're active but you're, you look restful. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens is is you your memory increases, you, you think more outside of the box. Um, instead of going into a situation with, for example, the property situation where there's property developers and builders, yeah, if anyone's done what you can get the idea of what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, imagine going in as a project manager, as one of my, you know, a director and his, and his series, his project management team and being calm within the storm. Yeah. Um, what, what, what happens is, is that you become the way forward. Um, you, you, you're so, you become so calm. You become a very attractive point, uh, um, um, a very attractive asset um, to people and to yourself. So you make better decisions. You make decisions that are not only in the best interest of you, but others, and they're not fear based. So you get more time. And um, guys, you can still use your brain. <laughs> just just get yourself into a good place first. So yeah. letting your thoughts go and your emotions go will actually. And you're right. It's very confronting. It can be. Um, but the more you do it, and do it at your own pace, that's the big thing. Do it yeah. at your own pace. Yeah. Um, like going for a walk or a jog, it will reward you so much. Like, you know, um, the earlier you find out information, you know, it's like, you know, uh, um, the, the Godfather. And I say this in a nice way: you know, get, find out bad information early. Like, if you've got a problem, or it's it's a prevention, it's a financial prevention, it's a relationship 
or a health prevention is that the more that you can slow down, um, you'll realise it's not about activity, it's about outcomes, it's about productivity. So say no to being busy and say yes to being productive. And what I would say is because I'm working you know, with an incredible team in the US with venture capital at the moment, uh, good friend of mine in the United States and we work in each other's businesses and I work, um, I mentor the venture capitalists as well, which is cool. And yeah. the thing that they taught me, which fits in very well, is, you know, to have your power priorities and what's that one most important thing you need to do today to take the business forward. And now we've called, it's called blocking, time blocking. I'd love to share, share it with you another time. Yep. And my whole team is synchronized like a, like a well-oiled machine, you know, getting that way we're now seeing synchronizing everyone's most important thing to bring the business forward. So wouldn't it be better to spend 10 or 20 minutes calm going for a walk or being barefoot on the beach or whatever you've got to do to set yourself up so that you can get that number one power priority? And that might be, you know, a $50,000 deal, a million-dollar deal. Uh, it may be, you know, leaving your job, whatever it is. But to have the clarity and the knowingness and the full self-confidence that it was the right decision and then you start creating, you know, you know, those, you know that when your vibration is low, that's what you attract. When your vibration is up, that's what you attract. Um, but, you know, it's really about getting more time and more energy. And um, we've talked about this earlier. It's about inspired action. But you can't take action unless it's, you, you've got a high vibration to it because people will feel it. Um, they'll feel your heart energy. Um and there's more and more science on it, but um, and uh, you know, do your research. You'll you'll see, you know, the the human heart can be measured at great distances. Yeah, let's uh, let's dive into that. I'd I'd you know, that analogy you've used, where you know, you take a couple of molecules of your heart and put it in London, and you're in in, in Melbourne, uh, you're going to feel them. Talk us through that, because I, I reckon it's really interesting to share, mate. Yeah, I, and, and uh, I'm trying to remember the exact quote, but um, so when 9/11 happened, um, there was um, uh, there was something interesting. Uh, I'll probably said the wrong way around, but back around the time of 9/11, there were all these um, um, measurements of the Earth's um, frequencies were were all over the place. Yeah, I'm like what's going on? And they checked the Earth and all this kind of thing, and um, and um, and what I will say is, you know, I'm not sure if we can find this on the internet anymore. It's becoming harder to find certain stuff. But what I heard, what I was told was, um, and this was in a media piece, that um, there were two satellites measuring the Earth, and what they found was it was the resonance of people's hearts after 9/11 were being measured from space. Wow. Right. But what I can tell you is that you know DNA is an antenna receiver. And that everything is connected. So whether you're in London or on Pluto, it doesn't matter. Um, we're all one, and it's instant. And we, once we're clear on ourselves, we then we can connect into other people's energies, and that's where synchronicity comes in. Or you think of somebody's name, you think of somebody, and then they call you because they're thinking about you. Yeah. Or you had a dream about someone, so you are actually making an energetic call. Yeah, no, I've, um, I've, I've had and, an instance you know, myself just to share and. Uh, an example that yeah, that I found very interesting, and th- this is quite some years ago. But we're driving uh, from Adelaide to Melbourne, and I just had this really uneasy feeling, and uh, pulled over, 
uh, stopped the car, got out and walked around for a little while, got back in the car, and about five minutes further up, there was this horrific accident. I mean, uh, a lot of people died, and I have no doubt, I got felt quite shaken about it at the time because if I had have stayed in the car and continued, I probably would have been involved in it. So, um, uh, yeah, I get that. I you know I don't want to stay anymore, but I feel that. And and to give people like a, a real life example, like um, my parents' dog. I don't have a dog where I live and where I travel. Um, was virtually like my dog, and. Five to ten minutes before I would come over, the dog knew and would go berserk. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. yeah well, Every hey, time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly the same story. We had this brilliant Kelpie uh, years ago, and that, my father used to travel away a fair bit. And uh, it was uncanny because uh, he'd come home at all hours of the day or night. But about four or five hours before Dad arrived home, the dog would be at the, the front gate waiting. And it was incredible, mate. So, so, right, okay, so here's the thing. It's not just the animal kingdom, it's us as well. If we are all connected, wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. And, it, and there's no time. So if you look into the stuff that Einstein and Tesla talk, there's no time involved and, and time isn't linear. That's a whole other conversation. You know, yeah. 3D time is a line. And people can draw this if you've got a pen and paper in front of you. Fourth dimensional time is a circle. Yeah. And I want you to... Really visualize this and imagine if you corkscrewed an orange and you pulled it up like a spiral, that's fifth dimensional time. So time's got nothing to do with it. Everything's happening at the same time. And um, it's an extraordinary world because I probably wouldn't have even shared a quote like that or examples like that even a couple of years ago. But I think people are ready. Once you realize you can connect with yourself and you can connect with the the greater world and um, when you're in your heart, I mean, most of my business is, all, is not on here on the Gold Coast. Um, as a lifestyle entrepreneur, it's all over Australia, it's all over the world in 110 countries. So I've helped people energetically heal themselves through connection and you can actually read people as, you know, um, in a conversation and a lot of times read them better without looking at them, just by feeling them yeah. and feeling the energy because that energy is communicating and you know you can do it with great friends. But what about if your vibration was up and everyone became more of a friend and yeah. um, you have more love, that love for your nuclear family you then uh, had for all, um, which of course included you, your customers and impacting their lives. And that's the difference with this work is that's where it goes beyond meditation. Like it's heart-based. It's, yeah. it's a game changer. It's the disruptor. Meditation, yes, it's great. But when you bring the heart frequency into it, um, it's up um, – the average person walking around more science is around 57 megahertz. So we all radiate overall. Um, if you're, you know, a little bit unwell, it's like more like 35 megahertz. Um, and then it gets worse than that. If you get, you get, you get sick, it lowers. Um, and what do you think, um, what do you think fear resonates at? If uh, average sort of vibrations around, 57, 55 megahertz. What do you think if someone was fearful, what their vibration would be? Yeah, you can feel it. They feel prickly, you know. Mm. What is it, mate? I'm very interested, actually. 20. Really? And, uh, and, and, and when you're in unconditional love, it's 528. 528 in unconditional love. Mm. As a frequency. Massive. Now, again, the people in your head experience love. Do you, do, can you, can you, can you, 
can you, you know, what does love feel like? Can you prove it? <laughs> you got to experience it. Here's the thing. At 25, you're dying. Fear is worse than death. Fear as a, a vibration is worse than death. So you want to interrupt it because that's where the fight and flight system comes in. And Dr. Bruce Limpton, who I've um, been featured with, um, PhD in America, who's huge in the heart-mind connection, talks about that cells can only go in one direction, bushy, at a time. Mm. So they're either creating energy or they're, they're hiding. <laughs> mm. And that's why they run to the extremities. So think about that. Your biology is either creating energy and raising energy or it's decreasing. So it's just a matter of catching yourself. And then when we do the retreats, we've got a one-day retreat up on the 24th of, of August. It's in a few weeks in our evening events, in our three-day retreats or our programs. I'm constantly checking in with people. Where is your energy out of 10? Is it a 5, a 7? Bring it up. And then maintain it, bring it up. And that's another big difference with the work that I do is I teach you how to feel your heart. Go, yeah, I've got a heart. That doesn't do it. It just doesn't do it. It's like you've got to put the money in the piggy bank. You've mm. got to make those connections, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Yeah. Can you think unconditional love? Think about your partner, your marriage day, your child. And you go, oh my God, I'm, he's taught me how to have that love for myself. And now my stress, now I'm more relaxed and now I'm more open and now I'm more intelligent and now I'm thinking outside of the box and now my customer loves me better than everybody else instead of a, transaction it's now a 30 40 year relationship as you and i talk about all the time it's yeah. a, about having a lifetime if you're interested in having lifetime relationship with um with with others it starts with having a lifetime relationship with you <laughs> and then you have life yeah lifetime relationships who happen to be business partners customers and uh, and then you can help them do the same thing but uh, there's so many areas. I reckon we could talk for hours, man. I'm, I'm absolutely loving this conversation. And I, the uh, something that I'd love to dig into a bit more with you is around fear because I, I see a lot of people in this day and age uh, are totally driven by fear. Uh, What's your thoughts on that? And, and in the context of what we're talking about, how can you help them to overcome that? And, and uh... Well, yeah, and as you said, like, you know, we're constantly distracted by mobile phones and text messages, you know, Messenger as it comes up. It just, it's very disruptive, isn't it? Facebook Messenger, you don't, yeah. you don't have a choice. You've got to deal with it. Yeah. Emails, distractions. Yeah. Um, you know, as business owners, especially or those wanting to aspire, there's so many things, social media, influencer, profile, funnels, um, giving freebies, all this that takes time. So fear um, will get you in your head, guys. And there's nothing wrong with using your brain. If you um, need to drive a car or um, you want to go fishing, the brain's very good for that. But what you want to do is you want to get back to your heart your, your mind is a two million year old fear based machine. So what we want to do is we, we want to use it, but in the right way. So it's, it's really looking at a lot of situations saying, what does my heart say? You, you, the thing is, as you said, Bushy, most people know the answer. They just can't accept it. Yeah. Yeah. And so intuition, knowing makes no difference. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. It's it, it's knocking out that blockage, which is which nine times. If people go, I know that bushy, I know that Craig. I say, yeah, but what are you going to do about it? Because if you don't take an inspired action, um, you know. And the end, the end of the day, if some of you send the adjustment bureau, 
make a decision, make another decision. You can always make another decision, whether it's good or bad. But as you make more decisions, then you start getting flow. And as you know, it's the journey of you know, creating wealth, um, you know, which includes you know, lifestyle and connection with yourself. It's the journey, you know, it's like us, you know, we're saying with the podcast, you know, it's, yes, it's wonderful for the business, but just the learnings that you get from other people and to actually be able to connect with people. So mm. fear is, um, is what stops you. It, what's kill, it's a killjoy. It, it will keep you small. And, um, it's programmed, as I said earlier, you have the mental, energetic, mental, uh, emotional, physical, biological, chemistry DNA. And this is why I can talk with universities and doctors. Because that fear, it's so great you say it, at an energy level, everything is one, you know, and they talk about it in the philosophy, as above, so below, it can't be created or destroyed, it's completely perfect. At an energetic level, you, subatomic level, you are perfect, completely well. Yeah. Live forever. Yeah. Actually, right. But when you have those fears in your thoughts and your minds, you've got a lot of problems. And I'll give you an example from a health point of view. When you go to a doctor... A, diet, a doctor changes biology through chemistry. And I say that, and they say yes, and so generally they give you a pharmaceutical, right? Yeah. So they give you a pharmaceutical, and that's why I didn't become a doctor. You know, I did look at it um, the first year because you get taught how to prescribe medication. Yeah. And I understand it's very interesting you're becoming a doctor in the first year, you're being taught how to prescribe drugs. That's year one. So then you have a naturopath who will give you supplements. Now, that's well-meaning, and they'll double-dose and triple-dose. But that's not great for the system either, mm-hmm. for the digestive tract. So where, where I'm going with this, guys, is, as I said earlier, if 98% of all illness and disease and stress and trauma are related, and we're changing biology through chemistry, and for every drug that you take, there's a side effect, generally three to five side effects for every drug you take, you're not getting to the source, are you? So, And in, in the United States, one in, up to one in three people you know, have complications or even die from side effects. So we're not getting to the cause because it's the stress inside the cell at that higher level, that mental and emotional and physical stress is causing the problem and we're all the way down trying to change biology through chemistry. Mm. So imagine, and actually we'll give an example, Bushy, we can do it now if you're willing to participate in a quick example. Yeah, great. If you grab grab your left hand now and make it really tight, really clench it so it's it's shaking Yeah. and then let it go and let it go. What if I asked you what absorption rate do you think if that was your cell and it was so stressed with toxins and everything, if you even had organic food and everything and your cells were that stressed, what absorption rate do you think you would have in your cells by taking something or even eating organic food? Virtually nothing. You're really right. It's it's single digit. So just grab your hands again, your left hand, make it really hurt. Yeah. And then slowly open the hand, slowly, slowly, like a claw. Yeah. Now stop. So what if I told you even after one guided session with myself and my team on a pod, on a on a on a call or an experience that you could have a five to tenfold result in reducing the stress with no side effects? Yeah, that's gold, mate. Would be absolute gold. Right. So where I'm going with this, guys, is. There's times when there's acute medicine and you need to take it. I fully acknowledge that. If you have an operation or whatever, um, and you know, I'm not a medical doctor, and if you have an issue, then you should seek always seek medical advice. What I'm saying is, let's prevent the stress and reduce the stress. We had a young lady who works for one of the, chat, uh, the the 
television stations um, a few weeks ago, one of our events, her anxiety level, I mean, good on her for saying it, was at a 10 because yeah. she was moving overseas in a new relationship. And just after a 25-minute guided experience with 40-odd you know, people, uh, it, it was down to a 1. <laughs> right, massive, mate. Absolutely massive. So what I'm, again, saying to everyone as an educator is there's difference between meditation and meditation. There's a difference between playing in your local AFL and playing, um, you know, playing for Hawthorne or the Cats. Yeah. There's a difference between playing for Australia and there's a big difference. And it comes from experience like yourself and other, um, you know, great people you've had on the podcast uh, and mentors is you've got to do your 10,000 hours. That's why I can show you how to do, the, save the 996 things, 9,996 things you don't have to do and show you the three or four things to do in the right sequence so you can not only make decisions but reduce your stress and anxiety, increase your intellect and uh, be a lot more not just happy, bushy, but joyful. There's a big difference. Mm. Joy is a lot more. You can be happy. So, yeah, how are things good? Yeah, I'm happy. But what about when you're joyful? I'm great. I'm just so joyful. really good. That's joy. Yeah. We want to use the power of joy to um, make you make better decisions by sorting your life, health, and business out. Yeah, that's absolutely gold, mate. I, but uh, just sort of transiting, translating a lot of this down into the day to day. So let, let, let's say there's a uh, one of our listeners is deciding to invest in a property and he's trying to make a decision around property A or property B. Mm. How can he tap into his right. intuition? to make a better decision. Can you just talk mm -hmm. us through that? Yeah, great. Well, the first thing is, um, uh, what about if I give an example of it first? Um, Brilliant. One of my clients yep. was a property developer yep. uh, from Brisbane and a um, very high-end guy, GPS, young guy, about 30, six foot four, rugby player, originally from Adelaide, so he must be all right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, and nice fella, but... Um, a little arrogant, to be honest, and he knew it, and it was stopping him from um, – he was doing well, but he just wasn't doing as well as he wanted to. Yeah. And uh, so I worked with him during going through the process of clearing, you know, nothing, the thoughts, the emotions, and then rate, yeah, raising the vibration. He had a meeting with a real estate agent, and the property, I don't know, was around 1.2, 1.3. I can't remember at the time. Yeah. Around that was a few years ago because yeah. uh, I remember the outcome in the end. Uh, and he had the conversation. Never met this guy before, but he was clear. He was joyful. He was grounded. He was he was very smart guy, but he now was open. He was vulnerable. And the real estate agent said at the end, he said, oh, he said, Jesus, this is a great, great property. And he goes, yeah, yeah, because I'll come back to you. And then because he was doing nothing bushy, as he said before, and smiled and just was in his own peace. Yeah. There was that silence, and the real estate agent said, oh, look, by the way, I haven't told anyone, but the block next door is available. <laughs> and that's exactly what for. <laughs> Within 24 hours, they secured it. They've done 30 high-end um, um, units uh, and stoked and helped, that, helped him make millions of dollars. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. So when you get you clear, so let's talk about a customer making a decision before, before A and B, and uh, and I'm sure you'll love this, um, Bushy. Well, you've got to get really clear on what is it you want. Are you looking short-term or long-term? But if you're looking long-term, intuition will always serve 
with you. And sometimes, you know, intuition will help you win most of the time, but sometimes you're not meant to win. Sometimes there's meant to be delays because, yeah. you know, you, as Kiyosaki said, you know, get paid for what you learn. You know, don't get paid for money. Get, you know, do a job or do something for what you learn. So you need to, as I said, follow the process. Um, let go nothing, become still, um, let your thoughts come up, let your feelings come up, and then decide at that point, we'll say, well, hang on, you know, does it feel right? Um, and, and then go to your brain, and then your brain will either um, tell you, you know, your heart will tell you no, and then your brain will tell you no, or your heart will tell you yes, and your brain will tell you yes. Yeah. So, And I haven't said that on a podcast quite like that. So, hands up, everyone listening to the podcast. <laughs> they would like their heart, gut, and brain to actually say yes. Yeah, love it. Right? Pretty cool. But what happens if you go to your head and your head says no, and then your heart says, I don't know, and your gut says, I don't know, because you went to your head first. Yeah. But what about if you go to your heart first and then heart, gut, and brain tell you the same answer? Or your heart has a stronger yes than your head saying no. And what you'll do is, if, as you said, if you sit with your fear, you say, Where am I coming? coming from love or fear oh my god I'm, I'm afraid because i made a bad investment three years ago or i'm afraid of um you know i've got it wrong the last three times so it's about interrupting the past and being in the present um uh, does that help yeah that's you? brilliant no that's that's really good because there's so many times and I'm, I'm guilty of this mate where I've gone into a situation that might be uh, in the early days I was involved in uh, businesses with with other uh, directors and there was one particular occasion where right from the get-go my gut was saying don't do this and I overrode rode what my uh, heart and gut were saying and, and said and I just chased the, the ego of the what I thought was going to be the opportunity and sure enough it uh, turned to poo and uh, if I had have honoured that from the outset uh, I wouldn't have got myself in strife early on. Uh, learned from that definitely, so that when I went into business with uh, other partners next time round, we had a prenup in place that recognised that we would go our separate ways at some point in time. But we then had a an agreed process while we were still uh, in the courting stage that meant that we'd spent more time worrying about how we're going to get out than how we're going to get in. And uh, because we'd gone through that process, we we were in a much better position because we'd we'd thought that through from a, a heart and gut position rather than just allowing the ego to get in the way and um, cloud what what the so you, yeah so what was. you're saying is you're able to respond rather than react because you had a process which was agreed so communication is critical as you outlined earlier you know, with my career it's, it's about communication it's communication with yourself first mm. I'll say that again it, yes, communication is key in all relationships, but it's communication with yourself first. And then you can, you'll communicate much easier and clearer with others. Um, and therefore, yeah, you had your exits plan, which means you could respond from the heart and gut rather than reacting from fear or, or identity or ego, which isn't the real you anyway. No, exactly right. Mate, um, you, you live a, an awesome lifestyle now as a lifestyle entrepreneur. And what, what I've seen consistently with uh, successful people, uh, and it, it, I make a habit of uh, studying this and have done so for 35-odd years now, what I've noticed with every single one of them is that uh, not only do they invest in their career and their, their work, but they also invest in other things that 
effectively will replace their income so that they can continue to do what they love without necessarily having to be uh, driven by the fear of money. Uh, in your situation, mate, uh, you're investing a lot in your business infrastructure and the ecosystem. Are there other things that you invest in outside of that? Do you mind sharing that with us or, or will be investing in to put you in that position long term? Yeah, intuitively, beautiful segue. So my what I do is a calling. I'm never going to retire. I absolutely love what I do. Obviously, if you go back to that very unique experience of seeing the universe in my hand, so I know I have a unique role on the planet. And um, so I just love what I do. Um, business is the most profitable vehicle on the planet, as you well know. Yeah. Um, I put everything into it. Um, I have been uh, what you would call... Um, um, significantly rich on paper previously, and but walked away from that to do this, um, and then experience having money, not money. I think you wanted to talk on that, so I haven't shared some of the hardships um, yet. So if we've got time, I can share it. If not, yeah, so, okay. yeah. If you so do I think that now, that'd be awesome, mate. If you didn't mind, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I'm just trying to remember, and, and what you asked me first was, yeah. So the wealth from the point of view is so. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll segue to that. So when I did the transition from corporate, so you know, you know software um, setting up um, software uh, companies in Asia Pacific, um, some of the big for the big names like SAP and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, um, pretty tough gig. Mm. Um, you you got to have a certain skill set and tenacity, in, in persistence, uh, uh, insistence, and uh, and and consistent. Persistent and insistent and consistent, as Grant Cardone says, yeah. is critical. Um, what happened was um, when I realized I ended up setting up um, one of the largest special purpose vehicle um, funds at, during the GFC. Wow. <laughs> and I had both sides of government wanting me to work with them. I also had put some help to um, put together a license um, for. Uh, Aboriginal Bank um, was advising a couple of prime ministers, if you think back then, mm. um, bipartisan, and um, so it was pretty cool. I was working eighteen hours a day, uh, and you know, I was making you know like BRW wealth, and um, yeah. Yeah. and then just going, you know what, I, I, this isn't doing it for me, and I got really stressed. And uh, um, um, before that, a year or two before that, I was in the energy sector, so I had contracts with Energy Australia. Australia and had some of the largest retail energy contracts. Again, I didn't come from the industry, but I was, and was very good with, with relationships and a, and, a, and a good business sales model. Yeah. And then I, um, it was around the 35 year old age. I, um, I collapsed standing up in the toilet. I'm just about to sign a major contract. Um, and I said, I'm too young to die. And they found me in the toilet and I didn't know what day it was. And anyway, that was um, not good. Mm. And then, um, I then cleared myself and, um, from the energy, I got involved with the you know, venture capital and the banking. And if you guys have seen, you know, some of you would know what's it called, Dragon's Den, and what's the other one that just finished up? Oh, yeah, the uh, the same thing with the Shark Tank and those similar types of things. Yeah, yep. so imagine imagine that, but there's a hundred or billions of dollars involved. So I was on that, and I ended up there where I would review deals, and I was one call from a hedge fund. Wow. That was a very interesting experience. I bet. Massive. <laughs> and uh, that's a whole, I could drink drink scotch and wine and talk about that because you find out how the world <laughs> operates, let's just say that. Yeah. And I just decided that um, I was a man of integrity and I put together a special purpose vehicle and 
you know, you, you make money out of money and involved with all the top banks and Lloyds of London. And if you've seen the latest Wall Street movie, you just, everything's moving so quickly and you're asking questions. If you ask a one line question, Bushy, and you get an eight page, um, um, response from the, from, from the underwriters and insurers and you say, geez, I really want to do this. And what happened was, um, without speaking too much about the deal, it was involved, um, with us buying some assets and creating a AAA asset. Mm-hmm. And we were buying it at a, um, at a discount yeah. and, um, they were life insurance policies and these people, uh, were ultimately selling their life insurance policies because I told they were going to die. Now, this is why wow. I was part time, you know, building up my practice. I'm going, hang on a minute. It was supposed to help people heal, use their intuition and what I'm going to profit from millions of people selling out their life insurance policies to me mm-hmm. to create a AAA asset. No. I went, I can't do this. And uh, I called an extraordinary board meeting and, um, and I was not well. I was very stressed out and, uh, getting phone calls from, you know, in major international banks. Hey, Craig, how are you going? Oh, I'm not too good at the moment. Hey, have you signed the MOA yet? You know, he's just like, you know, he's like, you know, just ruthless. Mm. And I pulled it. There were television executives there and bankers and I just said, guys, I mean, I had a three hour extraordinary board meeting. I pulled the pin on it. So I went from being going to be worth a gazillion. So if I'm half what I think I am, and if I did really have that experience, which I did seeing through my hands, and I can do this, yeah. and um, I ended up going, being wealthy um, or rich to being over a million dollars in debt, because yeah. I walked away from it in the middle of the recession, and um, then lived in the back of a video shop at the benevolence of a friend, which I had a vision that I had to do the work that I do now for free for 15 months, two years, to prove that it worked without money. So I did fifteen hundred sessions for free. Bushing. Incredible, mate! But I, I love the courage of 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 and the integrity that comes out of what you've done there, mate. Because ninety nine percent of people would have sold themselves out. I feel like crying now because I don't talk about it much. But I'm all right. But then what happened was I and the and I had to sell my property because of course my partner I was about I was going to get married and that fell apart. And um, my property was 600 metres from that video shop. <laughs> then I had to sell my car. And, guys, I didn't have a bed for the first three months. It was a beanbag. There was no light, a public toilet, and just, you know, just a sink and an electric fire pan. I had to go to the gym to go for a shower. Mm. So this is a guy who was advising governments, um, you know, setting up banks, all that. Um, to that, and I knew I had to go through it, and I used to see people in the park and some pretty senior people have a coffee, and then from that, um, you know, I, I built the practice that I'm today, and I came up um, north, went back to Byron Bay, and um, had that wonderful experience, and and but um, and uh, but I had yeah, very yeah, nothing, and um, and now we've you know we've obviously got a. A, you know, seven-figure-plus growing business to eight figures and beyond, but it's been a lot of bloody work. And um, if you think just being intuitive and trusting intuition is going to get there, well, as you know, Bush, you think again, it's putting the structures and that in place. So yeah. what we've got now to answer the second part of the question is the business, but we're, I've set up a team and leaders. So to, to in, impact 7.7 million people, we can't do that on our own. Yeah. So 
all the people in my business are leaders. I'm partnering with a venture capitalist in the United States. I'm on the US speaking tour. We've got four other books that we're, we're five that we're, we're doing. Right. And what I'm creating is the systems in place to teach you how to use your intuition rather than me being the yeah. poo bar. It's like, look, we've all got it, but yeah. if you don't listen to it, and um, you only use it when you feel like it. Well, you know that's that's not it. And um, so I'm teaching people um, to be with what's going on and if, and to learn to overcome their being confronted, to be so touched, moved, and inspired by what's possible in the world. That's why I'm wanting to work with this, the the entrepreneurs who want to grow seven or eight figures, want to make an impact in the world because you'll listen to that impact yeah. more than you will to being um, confronted or overwhelmed. And that's why. It's people like you and your audience that are our ideal target market and we'll bend over backwards to give you everything you need and meet you where you're at, um, to give you everything you need when you're ready, when you're ready, and we'll meet you where you are and we'll inspire you, you know, to take that next half step. To talk about from an investment point of view, I'm moving into commercial property um, because we're expanding here and globally. Um, and, uh, and probably, yeah, probably more real estate at this stage to, um, park, um, park the money. I'm a very big believer the Gold Coast is, um, is, is on the way up. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, we'll look at other places, but it's the business and it will be, um, commercial and commercial property. Yeah. Um, and, um, the intention of our, uh, we'll, we'll probably be more, more, more of that, and maybe even even some seed capital, seed, uh, seed capital tool at, at some stage with okay. the right business. Yeah, yeah, awesome, mate. Look, uh, there's a, I, I, I feel like we've only just scratched the surface, and uh, we could go in a moon. I know it's so been a while. It's been really good, mate. And I, what I am going to do is I'm going to get you back, and we're going to dig a little bit deeper into some of these exercises because I just think. That would be uh, wonderful. At the front end I of, people, they, they, yeah, I think everyone will benefit from it because to hear this for the first time, we've said some, made some pretty big statements. And but what I'll tell you is, I'm owning that. And as a media contributor, if you look yeah. out, there's more media coming out in the next couple of months. Like you, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be bolder with this, so you're going to hear. <laughs> Love it, because it mate. People need to hear it because I care enough about you. Um, if you're listening, that you know, I'm confronting you to say, how much do you really want to? Make your mark, and if you do, then 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 the the road less travelled, isn't it? It is, mate. It is absolutely uh, brilliant, mate. Uh, before we jump into the ambush round, which are the quick five that I uh, get everyone to tap dance to, uh, for those that are as excited as I am around uh, the potential to tap into their intuition to just mm. enjoy, make better decisions, and, and enjoy better lives, and make bigger contributions. Uh, what's the first step to reach out to you? What 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 do you suggest they do from here to really start to immerse themselves in everything that you can offer them? I think yeah, reach out to us at craigwilson.com, book a discovery session with one of my uh, senior um, people, and let's find out what's fit for you. That's that session's all about you. You know, we don't sell to people like you, Bushy. Uh, we we. go on the website, get some free stuff, um, yeah. listen to some of the. Uh, podcasts um, on the front page of the website yeah the new intuitive podcast is out soon and uh yeah download the app um but yeah just just get in communication with us we'll meet you where you're at and then from there you know we've got uh regular events um um here on the gold coast and um we're looking at um having webinars and things like that but just be 
just get in contact with us, put your details in, and let's find out where you're at, where you want to get to, and we'd love to um, um, help you get clear on where you're at and help you make decisions, really, um, which is really what you do as well, Bushy. It is. We're, we're here to actually help people make decisions, and yeah. if that's, you know, to... Um, move forward or not move forward on a deal or work with us or not. We just want to help you make the best decisions that you, that you can because, um, um, life is, is nothing but decisions. <laughs> it is every second of every day. Right, mate. Mate, uh, your book Intuitive is a, as a must read and you've been very generous in offering uh, a copy to one of the lucky listeners. And I'm going to ask the listeners to share with me on our Facebook page. Uh, an example of where you've either benefited your from your intuition or you've ignored your intuition and what's happened. Exactly. And we'll have a read of that. And between you and I, Craig, uh, we'll choose the best one to send out a copy. Uh, for those who miss out, uh, make sure you download a copy from uh, on your Kindle or uh, buy a copy. Uh, it really is a uh, an eye-opening read. It gets you to re- rediscover what we've most of us have been ignoring for a big part of our life, so I really encourage you all to do that. And mate, uh, I think that I think if you're serious, I think, and if you are a reader, um, it will it will it will get you ready. Yeah, uh, it will get you ready, and everything will make more sense. Um, Eighty-seven thousand words, uh, <laughs> thirty-eight chapters in three sections, and there's points at the end of each chapter, so you can pick it up. You can read it all the way through. Or, you can just read one chapter before you make that sales call or, you know, intuitive relationships or working with your kids. It's um, it's a powerful evergreen guide to, you know, learning how to um, use this powerful thing called intuition to guide you in your life and being more heart-based. Yeah, brilliantly said, mate. Mate, let's jump into the ambush round. So uh, right. kicking off, and you've covered a lot of awesome quotes already, but uh, what's your favourite quote? And why? At the moment, insistent, persistent, consistent. Um, Grant Cardone. I cannot say that enough. I mean, we were saying it earlier. There's such a so much noise out there, um, and I'm saying it with my sales team, you know, and and all of the team is you need to be persistent, as insistent, and consistent. Get your energy up. And um, there's so many distractions out there with social media, Snapchat, um, mobile phones, LinkedIn. They're all wonderful things, but. You have to be insistent until you get the outcome. Then celebrate, have a great time, be joyful, but you've got to be insistent and don't just do it for an hour or a day. Or if you get that power, you know, as I said earlier, if you get that number one thing done for the great day, then great. But make sure that you, you're doing the right things and you need to be insistent about it. Um, it's not going to just come to you. It's going to get harder, harder. Social media is going to change so dramatically in the next two years. If if you don't be insistent, persistent, consistent, you um you may not be in a great place in two years' time. Yeah, extremely well said, mate. Uh, turning back to the books, uh, what, uh, apart from Intuitive, what would be the mm-hmm. top book that you'd recommend people read more? Tribe of Mentors at the moment because I'm a busy person and it just reiterates um, people being intentional, their work ethic, and um, that they meditate by Tim Ferriss. I think there's the Titans book I want to see as well. I was listening to the four hour work week, which I probably should listen to more now as I continue to delegate, but tribe of mentors. And it just, I'm just loving the fact that people are acknowledging consciousness and the world's just getting a taste of the power of intuition. I'm just so excited that people are now spending more time being quiet so that they could be more powerful and just quickly by doing less. It's like pulling back an arrow. You know, if you can imagine a bow and arrow. 
and if you take that time to be still, when you fire the arrow, it's going to be a lot sharper and it's going to be on much more on target. Great analogy, mate. That's a really good mental picture that's really easy to uh, relate to. Yep, very well summed up. Mate, uh, this one's a little bit left field, but it's something that all of the listeners uh, have asked me at various times. Uh, what's the top legal thing that you've done to minimise the tax that you paid, Craig? Well, I'll tell you, it, um, what it is, is is pay the very best to get the very best advice. Um, uh, tax, uh, legal and intellectual property. Um, if you're going to back yourself, I can't tell you what it's in. You would, I'm sure you would say it all day long if it's $500 or $1,000. We've had to do it recently as we're expanding greatly here and around the world. I cannot tell you the freedom, the, the clarity of direction and business structure by paying for those um, experts. And specifically, we had to go and see three of them. You know, yeah. initially we thought we'd have to see one and we went on recommendations, but I'll tell you what, it was worth every single dollar. I was more, I'm more relaxed, more comfortable, know what I need to do, know our strategy and how we're going to grow, how to do it professionally, legally, <coughs> with the, with, with the best profitable results. Yeah, no, spot on, mate. Ab- absolutely 100% agree. Um, now, turning back into the, uh, where have you invested your time and energy? What's the, both the worst and the best piece of investment advice that you've ever received today? You know, you have to do it. You know, if you don't, you'll miss out, which is fear-based. Um, the best advice is, which what I'm teaching is to teach you to become more heart-based is to, if it feels right and it's aligned with your truth and your values and where you want to go, uh, and especially if you're long-term, which I recommend everyone to be, um, then that's the best advice. And that's how I live and practice and continue to uh, work on myself and others to amplify that globally. Yeah, brilliantly said, mate. Awesome. And finally, uh, a personal habit that you believe contributes most to uh, your success today? Well, obviously, um, yeah, intuitive meditation, uh, healing meditation. But, you know, this morning, yeah, surfing. So to surf this morning, awesome. uh, obviously, it's got to be when the waves are on. Yeah. Um, so absolutely love it. Uh, it's a great form of therapy. Uh, and spending time in nature. So whether yeah. it's barefoot, sitting on the sand or the grass, we're actually going to be physically showing people on the retreats. I know it sounds so basic, but let's go out on the grass and just sit for 10 minutes and do whatever and then measure the difference of how, how charged you felt electrically and with radiation and everything from phones and computers than you did in nature. Yeah. It's, it sounds so basic. That's why I love living on the coast because yeah. it's the, the air is quality is like at 98%, yeah. whereas the cities is much lower. Um, so I just love and just yeah, just just being in nature and breathing. Yeah. And um, it sounds so basic, but because we're being distracted by so many things, uh, um, we stop being out there in the trees and, and on and looking at the birds as I am now out the uh, out the out the window. Same, mate. I uh, tranquility. And uh, serenity are, are very important values for me. So uh, living and eating and breathing on the homestead as we do, surrounded by nature and just the vibrancy and the energy that uh, comes from that, just you know, <laughs> it puts me in a great place, mate. So 100% agree with you on that score, mate. Mate, uh, last exercise just to close on. If you uh, spoke to someone who's just leaving school, uh in the context of intuition, what would you advise them to invest their time, energy and skills in to create 
their version of freedom? I think the most important thing is to do what you love no matter what um, and be persistent. Yeah. And, 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 and never, just never, never give up. And that, that, that money will follow. It might not be when you think, but it'll be when you're ready. Yeah. 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 That's a brilliant advice, mate. Mate, it's been a really good conversation. I, as I say, I, I, there's so many things uh, left unsaid that I really. It, feel, it does feel like part one, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> I reckon it might be part one of three or four, actually, Craig. I so, get the same. To be honest. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to stay in touch with you to make sure that we do that. But uh, been very generous of your time. I know how busy you are, mate, uh, in in what you're doing. Well, as I said, I, I'm you know, and I I was willing. It's one of the longest um, podcasts I've, I've done, but the reality is, is that I know how much you care about your audience and your joy. And like yourself, I mean, we share the same pub- publicist, but we'll keep that to ourselves. Um, but we realise, do you realise, as um, other great entrepreneurs realise, and, and as as I do my best to do, is it, it takes a combination. It's not just doing what you love. It's a lot of focus work. It's it's a lot of intention and a lot of structure and. Uh, you know, there's not too many people out there like you in the Australian landscape. So I honour you and what you're doing and your joy that you bring to this space, and um, and that's why you've uh, have the accolades and continue to do as well as you do. So thank you. Yeah, uh, very appreciative, mate. And uh, likewise, I'm uh, going to be following and supporting what you're doing in every way possible. So you just yell out and, and how we can help you do that, mate. Uh, not that you need right, my help, mate. by the way, but uh, it's been an awesome exercise and the start of some great things, mate. So thanks again and looking forward to uh, take two uh, in the very near future. Thanks, Craig. Thank you, Bush. Cheers, mate. Well, Freedom Fighters, how good was that? To get a summary of all this investment gold in the show notes, just email me on hello at khgroup.com.au. That's H-E-L-L-O at khgroup.com.au. Or check us out at www.bushymartin.com.au forward slash get invested. I look forward to joining you next week for another episode of the Get Invested podcast. So thanks for listening. And as always, dream as if you live forever and live as if you'll die tomorrow.